What's up, what's up, and welcome back to Fierce Chats, your number one podcast and go-to for it all. We discuss pop culture, emotions, and the latest trends to help you live your dream life. Now, you know the drill. If you haven't already, grab that rosé or that douce and let's chat. Here's your host, Sasha. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Fierce Chat. My name is Sasha. And if you're not already subscribed, what are you doing? What? If you're a returning subscriber, thank you so much for coming back and being part of the chat. I got Courtney with me to the right. What's up, Courtney? Hey, girl. I am so happy to have you. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks and for having me. Honestly, I think it's perfect. You know, Mother's Day is coming up. But before we get into all that, how was your weekend? It was good. Um, I ended up at a gender reveal. and um, <laughs> I saw that. And yeah. then I saw who it was after the fact. I don't know him, though. But now I'm like, oh, okay. I yeah. see why I was worried. It was, it was extravagant. Like, very, very beautiful venue. Like, they really went all out. I mean, I just met them that day. Nice. Um, it was a girl. It was a girl. Um, and because my hair is white and it had... <laughs> pink powder cannons I left covered in pink so I had to wash my hair you know but it was a good time it was really nice yeah them gender reveals are different we went to a gender reveal a couple weeks back too and they wore white horses um yeah they light blue yeah, because it was the boy. It was a boy. Yeah, they had to, oh know, they had to do something. And you know I had to slide my little business card. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was covered in pink. Like, everything was, the powder was crazy. So I was like, dang, how they gonna clean that? Man, girl, what a mess. But yeah, before we really get into, of course, the whole show, let's go ahead and break for a commercial and we'll be right back. Hey y'all, I'm super excited to share with you a brand that I love called Parade. Parade is a female-owned underwear brand where all fabrics are made with recycled material. With every purchase, Parade will donate a percentage to an organization of your choice. I really love how everything is super comfortable, girl, made for all shapes and sizes, including men. So go to yourparade.com and use code She's Your Fierce for 30% off your entire purchase. Now back to the episode. People love to just limit it to Sunday. People just Thank like, you. oh, it's self-care, 9 p.m. No, like self-care is all day, every day. You got to take care of yourself. You really do. Self-care is so important. And I was like, why I got to do my eye patches at home? First of all, when I put my eye patches on, by the way, Courtney, I'll have you know, the air above me dried things out. It was triple when I got off the plane. And, see, and that's the thing. That's why you need to need to start a whole little line for airport. Like the mask, the, the air ain't right. Like nothing is, it's just, it's dirty. It's Ooh. nasty. It just a self-care protection yeah. but also moisturizer for the plant that's, they need to do that. Oh know. my gosh, a little kit. Mm-hmm. A little plain prep kit. Okay, I want to play a game with you. Oh, okay. It's a little iceberg game. But it's nothing really crazy. Just, you know, just some feel good, just some little questions to get to know you better. Okay, okay. Okay, when you were little, who was your celebrity crush? Ooh. Okay. Two, two phases of little because like when I was little, <laughs> little, it was definitely Chris Brown. Okay, yes, period, so, CB. I remember going to Walmart and I was able to get the CD 
because it didn't have the parental advisory sticker. You know, Walmart didn't let you you just get that on your own. Bro, yes. I forgot about those silver little stickers that said parental advisory. Yes. And so, like, my thing is, like, if I'm going to be a super fan, like, I'm going to really, like, dive in and yeah. I'm learn the lyrics and everything. And so that's back then. <laughs> Back then, when they had the lyrics in the books, I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, you know, I'm getting out my dad. I'm gonna be a Chris Brown fan. Like he is so cute. He knows how to dance. Like, oh my god, I know his birthday. I know he from Sappahannock, Virginia. Like wow. all of these things. So like, started off, you know, so I would go to all the screen tours and like, mm-hmm. you know, I had to be there. Yep. Then as I got a little older, I was like, dang, Fifty Cent kind of fun. Okay, yeah. drawing the line there. Um. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to draw the line there. I mean, it was something about him being like a gangster. I don't know. Like, I was in that thing. My daddy is a pastor. So, you know, PK. So I was like, you know what? Oh, my God. Say you will wankster. So, like, I memorized (laughs) all of the lyrics. And I was recording them from the radio. Like, with the cassette. Every time they would play the song, I would hit record on my little cassette and then I would just run it back until I learned the lyrics. The kids today would never know. They would never. They could never. They, they could don't never. know the lengths that we went through Girl. to be fans. So wow. I mean, I'm still a 50 Cent fan. I'm proud of him. Wow, that really w- that really was your question. Mm-hmm. You really made it short. You, you, you knew all, where they from. I call myself a Chris Brown fan, but what you said, Copenhagen? Tappahannock. And his birthday just passed <laughs> Happy belated birthday to Craig Brown. I hope you're okay. I'm dead. Okay, what's the sexiest quality someone can have? Mm. Or or we could even make it specific. Oh, what's the sexiest quality about your man? (laughs) (laughs) Now that one. So, he was like, oh, you about to be y'all looking good. So, you better mention me. So, hey, babe. Ah! What's up to you? Um, So... I love, love, love. Like, I love his, like, the area from, like, his neck to his shoulders that, yeah. like, kind of go into his back. Uh-huh. It's just something about, like, a thick neck for me. <laughs> he got the tats. And so, like, you know, normally, like, when people kiss, they, like, they go for the mouth. Like, it's so, like, if I'm just saying, I love you, babe, have a great day. Like, I grab the neck and I just hit it with the Ooh. neck real quick. Yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> you know what? I understand what you mean. I feel like a thick neck. I don't know. I feel like Okay, so back in the day, I would be like, there would be girls that would like pinch men's booties and stuff. And I'm uh-huh. like, why are you pinching a man's ass? Uh-huh. There's nothing attractive about that. Right. Things have changed. <laughs> Things have changed. changed okay. Stuff off of cassette. <laughs> a lot has changed. A lot of, no, it will never be like, mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. What's. One thing you could eat every day for the rest of your life and never be tired of it, but still be so excited. Like, ah, I can't wait to get this. Definitely Benihana, hands down. Okay, girl. Without a doubt. Yum, yum, sauce or no yum, yum? None of that. Garlic butter. Extra garlic butter. Like, when I tell you I love Benihana so Mm -hmm. much, like, I've gone to all of the Benihanas in Florida, the two that's in the UK, um, recently went to the one in Aruba. Wow. Girl loves her Benihana. Dedicated. Oh, okay, you dedicated. Nah, I feel that way about Starbucks, but I feel like Starbucks is like, you know, it's just drinky drink. But yeah, no, I feel that. Okay, and dedicated. All right. What's the weirdest thing someone's ever done on a day in the past? T Hill, don't be coming for me. All right, I just we 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 talking about the past, 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 past. The past. Okay, way back. We don't even know him. Mm. But if you did, okay. So <laughs> this was this was back in college. 
um, a long time ago, not too long, <laughs> um, went on this date with this boy and we sit in there, you know, sitting across from each other, gotta have a booth, always gotta have a booth, something Shop. about the booth, booth. we need the booth. Mm-hmm. And so like we're at the restaurant, it's like they got TV screens around, it's like a bar, I mean, it's college, so it's whatever, it's like fries and burgers and stuff. So, like, as we're sitting there, like, I'm looking at him, like, trying to be, like, all interested and stuff. And, like, he's looking past me at the screen. And then I notice, like, as he's trying to drink his drink, he's, like, searching for the straw with his tongue. And I was, like, immediately, like, no. I was just completely turned off. Like, didn't want to talk to him no more after that. That was it. That was the first and last So, you mean he was looking at the screen? He was, like, search, like, that's nasty. I was just like, this nasty. This, yeah, no. This given. Anyway. Um, all right. Last question. Last question. Yeah. If cancel culture existed for the liquor, what liquor would you cancel? Mm. Mm. Definitely Bacardi. Woo! We had this conversation the other day. First of all, Bacardi tastes like pennies. And if you are, in, in addition to Hennessy, Hennessy can go along with it for me. It can go. It can go along with it. I don't think I'm going to be sad about it, but it definitely tastes like pennies. Like you rub them together, pennies. Um, but yeah. Yeah. There's that. No. I want you, girl. All right. Let's get into the mess. Let's hop into pop culture. All right, Courtney. I mean, I I honestly I don't know where to begin. I don't know what to say. But I was searching around on the Twitter, on the Twitter, and I see this: a woman who posted a picture of a ring with a note underneath the ring, and it said, "Will you marry me?" And this was, like I said, this was on Twitter, and the her tweet was as follows. So it's been an amazing year with my guy. This morning before I left for work, he left this in the bathroom for me to find. I said yes. Huh. Okay. So, you know, I'm already looking at the comments. I'm looking at what everybody has to say. And I'm like, interesting. Mm -hmm. So I cannot wait to hear what your perspective is about this. But I just feel like with dating and most specifically finding a man that wants to commit being a topic or a popular topic or a challenge for women. What did you think about this proposal? Just first reaction, whatever you thought. So my first reaction was oh but then then i'm like you know what if someone if someone is proposing to someone i would hope that they know that person right they know their you know what they like their ins and outs everything that you know they would want in that situation this is true so i'm like maybe that's what she wanted maybe 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 that's their jam you know what i'm saying so it's like Unfortunately, though, we do live in a world where everyone loves a good story. Mm. Everyone wants a little bit of context <laughs> when you post something. <laughs> so had the situation been like, oh, my God, like he just got out of a coma. Like he could barely talk. He could barely write. And the first thing he did was write this and hand it over to me. Oh, my God. And people going to be like, oh, my God. Oh, that's so beautiful. See, if he wanted to, he would. All that type of stuff. You're right. However, oh, wow. no. she didn't post that. She didn't. That was not the story. It wasn't. So now she subjects herself <laughs> to a little bit of ridicule. <laughs> right. Because now everybody feels the need to come. Rightfully so. I mean, what a great point. 
First of all, absolutely correct. Everybody does love a good story. So if we did have that context. Honestly, when you were saying that, immediately, I was like, you know what? Because I can't lie to you. My particular perspective didn't have all those roundabout <laughs> opinions. I'm like, what the hell is this? Have you lost your mind? <sighs> Sir, a, a, a room? What? I, no shade, no see. You know, I know that sometimes penmanship is also a challenge amongst us all. Me included. I'm looking at this. This is giving. Who wrote this? And then the rips. The rips in that paper. Like, it wasn't like a cute, like, empty, like, postcard. It was like, you got this off some college rule. Or maybe it wasn't even college rule. It might have been a wide rule. I'm looking and at it. And then you just ripped it on out. And wide. you just wrote it sideways. And, you, and then it's the bathroom. It's the bathroom. So, like... I know when I first wake up in the morning, I don't turn the lights on because it's yes, just too bright. So like, right. did she use the bathroom first, wake up, look in the mirror, and then like, oh, oh my God. Or like, <sighs> it's the bathroom. No yeah. flowers with it. Right. Okay. So she said this morning before I left for work, you left this in the bathroom for me to find. I said, yes. I said, there's a little candle. I'm not impressed. Mm. The candle doesn't look recently purchased. Um, it candle. looks as if. It's been used significantly, mm-hmm. which is alarming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ring doesn't look bad. It looks the ring actually. It, it, it looks good, but you know, at this point, because to your point, it's in a bathroom. Now I want my sister to go get it appraised. I yeah. want her to check it out real quick. It could look good to the human eye, but I need someone to verify that for me. Okay, because he's definitely is a thought that counts person, as you can see. Okay. So you said that people enjoy mm-hmm. a good story. We need content, ex- especially for social media. Mm-hmm. So do you think that women are putting too much pressure on how something looks versus the experience of it all? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, everything is about the aesthetic. Everything is about fitting that mold. Everything is about what everyone else is doing, unfortunately. Hmm. So for women, we feel the need to like, show off to compete like remember that like trend on tiktok or whatever like they'll be like holding their hand like this and then pop up with the ring yeah and so it's like you want to be able to like meet a certain standard sure but in a situation that you really can't control right so it's like how many rings how many rings out there get gifted and and someone asks you know a woman to be their wife and we don't get to see the ring because there is that shame behind it and like what does that guy feel like does he feel like dang i didn't really live up to her standard but is it on him to have asked a friend, ask her, ask her what she wanted? I mean, it's just so much involved in that particular question. Yeah. And that's a the, a good point about the first that you made a little bit um, earlier when I first was reading this. You said that, like, you hope he knows her. Maybe that's what she wanted. Right. And so we don't know that. And when I sit here and I went on Twitter like I said, and I looked through her commentary. Mm-hmm. She said she didn't realize that this would have caused such a fuss. Yeah. She was confused uh-huh. as to what all the commentary was and obviously clearly offended, mm-hmm. which, you know, if it was myself in this predicament, I'd be offended as well if I was proud and, you know, to, to, to say what my man did. So maybe it is those different pressures in regards to just making sure experiences look aesthetically sound mm-hmm. for other people. Mm-hmm. And this I think is good to discuss because this is where I feel like we can miss the quality guy. Yeah. We can miss the guy that really, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I was, I was talking to, um, 
Julia. And, you know, we were just talking about guys and all of these different things, just talking about our men and being in a committed relationship such as yourself. Mm -hmm. And just kind of like, I was telling her that, you know, honestly, what about my husband? He was a barbarian. He was a caveman. You know? And like, even your man, or even whoever it is, and by bar barbarian, caveman, I mean metaphorically, mm -hmm. needing that femininity to kind of soften yeah. out certain perspectives and certain looks at certain things. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like we could end up passing over a really great experience because of the fact that we don't realize the real beauty behind partnership. Oh, for sure. For sure. And so I wonder what your perspective is in regards to just partnership overall in a committed relationship mm. that you've been in for over two years, over, now. Over two years yes. now, which is motherfucking amazing. I feel like I would say as your friend that, you know, I see you glow. Mm -hmm. I see you just looking smiling and happy. And that's just yes. really what all I want for my girls is just to be happy and smiling, but also having a realistic view on relationships. So mm -hmm. what would you say is like, you know, uh, with this relationship that you're in now, what would you say that kind of comes off as the top of mind of, you know what, this is a misconception I had about this. I mm -hmm. thought that it was supposed to look like this, but it ends up looking like, like that. Ooh, yes. Um, I mean, like you said, the word partnership, mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't, you don't really think about the sacrifices that you would make in a partnership because mm -hmm. in a partnership, you think, oh, everyone's equal, everything, you know, da, 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 da. But it's really about making adjustments to fit each other's wants, needs, and desires. Like oh, my way of yeah. learning, it could be very different than his way of learning. Mm -hmm. My way of, you know, noticing something when I walk past it, that may not be his focus because he's focused on something else because that's the way he's wired. Mm. So it's about like making adjustments, understanding, and really like pleasing. And, and and when you're pleasing, like not just doing it to please, but yeah. also finding joy in that. Like that's, you know, that's our relationship has definitely taught me that like a partnership isn't necessarily I do this, you do this. But I may be I may do this, this and this to match up with that one thing that you did. So it's like therapy has definitely helped me understand men are men and women are definitely different. Yeah. Like that. From the beginning, like right. very, very different. Right. Um, the way that I need him to show up for me looks very different than how he needs me to show up. Mm. For example, mm. he can be sick, and you know, man's sickness, we be like, they better die. die. You better and die. If I'm sick, I'm up doing all the things <laughs> that I'm done. So it's like, right. I realize you like, you know what? He needs me to be this way. Mm. And this is not pick yourself up, you got this, but. Hey, babe, how can I help? What do you right, need? Let right. me hold you. Let me hug you. Right. And that's not how I would like, you know, in that situation, I need him to be like, get up, babe. You got this. You keep going. Because I'm not like a stay in it type person. So even something just as simple as that is like learning that if we're saying we're being each other's partner and we're being each other each other's piece of the puzzle in that moment, like a piece of a puzzle isn't all the same. Like they shape differently. They look differently. Mm, good point. So... That's what I've learned. It's yeah. The yeah. partnership isn't equal in that sense. It's more of how can we all just fit together? Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I really appreciate our generation for giving um each other the space to figure out what that is. Mm -hmm. I feel like the re I feel like for me in regards to partnership, I looked at it as not as a definition, but a copy and paste of what somebody else told me that partnership meant. 
and you know mm-hmm. your man could be doing this at some point but what I figured out is if we're gonna have these long-term commitments routine is cool but people are growing mm-hmm. things are changing yes. the way you needed me then is not how I yes. need you now yes. the way you were looking at that then isn't how I'm looking at it now mm-hmm. and I need you to grow and move and change with me mm-hmm. but there's a lot. There's so much beauty in partnership. There's so much beauty in commitment. There's so much beauty in all of those different things. And if you can really, like you said, look at things from a different glass, maybe their perspective. At the end of the day, maybe this this young man here, um, it's truthfully enough, Shayna, it wouldn't be for me. It's yeah. not for me. No. But to your point, it could be for her and exactly. it probably is for her. Because exactly. she said she was confused as y'all reaction. Mm-hmm. So she needs y'all to shut the hell up and let her focus uh-huh. on her proposal. Mm-hmm. And so in regards to that, he saw maybe it was my girl wants to get engaged. Mm-hmm. Maybe she didn't have really any stipulations in regards to how that looks. And we know sometimes we have to give them a little bit of guidance. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But again, that is the beauty of partnership, accepting somebody from where we at, where we are currently mm-hmm. and where we're going and communicating about what that really looks like. Yep. I mean, we might not have all the answers now, but it can get better. Mm-hmm. And I think that too many people may bail out. Too many people, people being me um, on this particular one. But I don't know, you know, like with, when with your person like that, I would I would assume this is her person. Mm-hmm. So with your person, I can not say I would sit here now outside looking in. Hell no, no. Not for me. Not for me. Not for me. Not for me. Mm-mm. But for your person or something like that, I would be like, babe, yes, but damn, yeah. could it have been? And those are the ones we don't see posted. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> because women are like, I'm protecting this. Exactly. This is my space, my peace. Now, he did what he needs to do. Y'all know we're engaged. Catch us at the wedding. I'm going to take over today. I got control on exactly. that part. Because like you said, there is no control over that. Mm-mm. Okay. So since this episode is going to come out a little bit, probably a little bit after Mother's Day, so we're going to get into some different topics about motherhood, Okay. because in addition to you being a baddie, you're also an amazing mother, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I saw in the shade room, mm-hmm. the brat and Judy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, girl, the brat and her wife, Judy, were in the vloggy, vloggy, bloggy vlogs. Mm-hmm. Okay, 49-year-old Shauna Harris, a.k.a. brat, Shauna Harris Duport, I'm sorry, Shauna Harris Duport, is pregnant with her first child. Okay, so um, the couple announced their pregnancy. Yes, congrats to them. The couple mm-hmm. announced their pregnancy earlier this year in February, but there's been recent support reports um, after an interview I think that they had um, where we found out that they chose a white sperm donor. Mm-hmm. Um, and Judy kind of, you know, explains what that is. So we're going to hop into this clip real quick. And then I want to hear what you think about that. It's early in the morning, but you know what? Fuck it. Let's, let's, let's get into it. I see all of the headlines. Um, yeah, we, we did an interview with a publication and when we did the interview with the publication they had access to the first episode in the first episode the first episode of brad loves judy we are in search of black donors so a question was asked around that because you saw in real time us trying to find a black donor and you saw the difficulties there are difficulties so there's a lot of facts in the world that people I feel like really don't know or are ignorant to. And that's that black men make up 5% or less of 
the sperm donation pool. In this case, I mean, they're talking about a child that's coming into this world. Yeah. A child who they are able, I mean, we all have the ability to choose, like, you know, like who our partner is and who we want to have a child with most of the time. Most of us do. So it's like with, like they said, like the pool being so slim of black man donors. Right. And in that pool, like the joke that the brat made about like, oh, I look like Jiminy Cricket or whatever. Yeah. Maybe that was distasteful. However, she said what a lot of people think on a daily basis. This is facts, though. You see somebody, you go, oh, my God, we're going to have cute kids. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God, like, you're so excited. You know, in this case, they're going to a sperm bank, choosing a donor. They're looking at all the things, physical appearance, genetics, and all of these things. Because I think had they, you know, gone in it and they were like, oh, my God, I don't want a white person. Somebody could say like, oh my God, that's racist. They want this and that. Like, so why would you, why would we, why would we expect them to make a decision about their child based on what society feels is right? I mm. mean, we're in this whole, you know, women's rights thing going on right now. And we're saying people are making decisions for us. If they have an opportunity to make a decision for themselves and their child, why not pick the best opportunity that's out there? If that's available. Right, right. And I agree. And I know I saw in the comments like, okay, cool, but they rich and they have access to, they could have got a private donor and all Mm -hmm. these things. And you know what? While I do see all of those points being come, I understand the point. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I truly think it's irrelevant. I think it's mostly because, you know, this was shared with us Mm -hmm. and we really have no business being in this. To your point, they're bringing a child into the world. However they see fit Mm -hmm. to do so, that's their choice. Exactly. We get into too many different details about stuff that's irrelevant. So I feel like overall, you're saying that it doesn't really matter who it was they chose. for for their baby and I think that this is so important to remember especially for mommies because I think that they're just like I don't know if I was talking to you or somebody else but I think I was like just like you said what society expects you to do Mm -hmm. and I was playing with my baby this may have been this probably was us anyway with my baby. I have some trucks or something like that Mm -hmm. trucks right yeah I love my baby I'm obsessed with him Mm -hmm. I don't want to play tracks though. Yeah. And I think that the assumption for even someone who is a mother or mother figure to say something like that, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Then you don't even need, why would you even have them if this not the case? What do you think about that? Like yeah. society's, so society's pressures, especially on mothers, mm-hmm. black mothers on what they're doing with their kids. I mean, it's unfortunately we have people feel like they have so much access to comment on what other people are doing nowadays Mm. so it's like unfortunately when we post it we give them that access when we you know we invite them into our private space and so i think every like there's no i mean on you know if you think about like drastic measures there's no like right or way right or wrong way to like actually parent yeah like if you're actually trying you're you know you're doing everything that you can to like raise this little human like i i think you know it doesn't matter your 
method as long as it's like you know helping them like i you know people can't get into like too extreme of like okay gentle parenting or not so gentle parenting gentle parenting what a topic but right (laughs) i just think like let people parent their children how they parent their child as long as it's you know it's safe for the child right as long as you're doing the best you can Mm -hmm. and your child is not being harmed and I think even when you say those things, it's subjective because yes. people have their opinion about what harm mm-hmm. really means right. and people have their opinions about whether or not your child is safe. Mm-hmm. But I just would like for the overall just pressures, one behind being a woman, a black woman at that, but overall just mothers, that needs to subside. Yeah. Like real quick. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it just needs to. I know we all seen the book like, you know, what is it? What to expect when you're expecting? Girl, started it, didn't make sense for me. <laughs> Like, it, didn't make sense. it didn't make sense. It did not apply. It was too general. And it's like you can't. I mean, I did read um on um, being baby wise, the sleep training book, like, and that definitely helped. I mean, I think scientific proven like that type of stuff, it works. Cause my my kid was eight weeks, he was sleeping eight hours. Wow. Yeah, no, I was not. You gonna have to write sleep. that down for me. I was not planning about my sleep. What? But like the what to expect and like all the apps, like oh my god, your baby should be the size of a chickpea right now, like. None of those things can be generally applied because it's so different for every single person. Yeah. And I think it just also goes back to like us wanting to live up to an aesthetic. Like you mm-hmm. want this, oh, you want to like have this best pregnancy and it look like a certain way. You want to have this snapback that right. looks a certain way. Like it's right. different for so many people. And but again, we just put so much stress on ourselves yes. to meet those standards. And then you have this little human here who just wants to be loved just and just needs you don't care what you don't care like, don't care what you smell like <laughs> yeah as long as you got what they need you know right no i am so glad that you said that because i think that it's really not said enough and mm-hmm. i know that there are probably more things that we could deep dive on in regards to just like the stereotypes that automatically come with being a mother and motherhood mm-hmm. but i feel like like i said on just my podcast overall and even just overall brand i want to make sure that I bring on people like yourself who just have a different perspective about how we can do these and still be baddies. It's just like <gasps> whole mothers, baddies, prioritizing yourself, doing what you do, have a little sip, mm-hmm. have a little sip, we'll leave it a sip, yep. and, <laughs> and do whatever you need to do to make sure these babies are good because... Mm-hmm. Again, we'll be, by the time this comes out, we'll be celebrating Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. And like I said, just, you know what? With my little baby X, first of all, X and his personality, just overall, he's such an amazing kid. Thank you. He's such a good kid. He's and... a teenager at this point. <laughs> Five going on 16. Girl, you be talking to me and he'll be like, we're, no, not right now. Yeah, I'm not. Just a little human. And I just, just an overall little human. But anyways, we we, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for helping mm-hmm. just the world overall go round. And so we're going to hop into the Just Emotions segment, which okay. is one of my faves. But I want to start off with kind of a scary story. Uh-oh. All right. So, talking about motherhood and transitioning into a different type of mother is really all I would say. So, this is a little different for how we start off just emotions, but just, just, just stay with me for a second. Okay, so Letitia Scotch, she is a stepmother who was accused of killing her 11-year-old stepson, Gannon. A jury recently found her guilty of the murder. 
Um, which was never really in question. It was never in question on whether or not she did kill her stepson. She wanted complete insanity, though. And, um, unfortunately, was not found insane. I found completely sound and found guilty. Thank you. Some justice for this little boy. Yes. But kind of transitioning, even though this is another type of mother, kind of transitioning out of motherhood, just kind of talking about how the fuck, like, how the hell you and especially me as a bonus mommy you know Mm -hmm. i feel like these are so many things that like so many things that i'm trying to like make sure that nobody would ever think that i would ever do anything Mm -hmm. ever even close and we got people like this but i really want to talk about boundaries and the lack thereof Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying am i trying to you know be completely respectful to the the family Mm -hmm. including the father um, and not saying anything to discredit him being an amazing father to his son, because obviously we don't have all those different details. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about boundaries overall and implementing them and making sure we're protecting not only our kids, but maybe just ourselves? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's so unfortunate that this happened. Um, and I believe on an article I read that the dad, he's like currently like with the National Guard or something. So he was like deployed oh. when all of this was happening. So obviously wow. this was someone, you know, this is his wife. He yeah. trusted her with, you know, the children. Yeah. And like also being a bonus mommy, like you have to think about, yeah. okay, how do I not only, you know, help the child feel comfortable, but the other parent in this situation, like how do I make sure that they're comfortable with the child being here, like, we don't know the context, like you said, about right. like, where that child's biological mom was and all of this. But regardless, like, in this situation, like, the dad trusted this woman right. with these children. And so, like, because I feel like the jury found her, like, not guilty, I mean, guilty and, you know, not insane, but perfectly sound, like, maybe there weren't any signs, mm. right? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, But, like, when it's a boundary of okay here are the things that like this is how we discipline like we should discipline our children because he is a parent of that child i think that there is a way to say okay you know this is what i'm comfortable with what's your style like i'm coming into this marriage with other children but i need you to understand like this is my way of talking to them speaking Mm. to them loving them if it gets to that point discipline them discipline them yeah um but yeah, like, even if he did set those, did those boundaries things. and did do those things, unfortunately, he could not control what happened when he wasn't there. Right. And so, like, I know, like, you know, having the other children in the home, like, God forbid, like, they're now removed from the home. Like, he can't have them. Like, mm-hmm. this is just an extreme case of, like, oh, my God. Right. right. So, if there is a situation where someone can identify the sounds, like, if you are dating someone who has a child, date them without meeting the child first, right? Give mm-hmm. that an opportunity, like test it out. Like don't allow them to meet your child first. Like, you know, don't just like throw a child in there because for kids, like transitions are hard. Right. Like these little people, like imagine like that baby, like meeting this lady and it's like, this is my mom. Maybe they didn't jail. Maybe they didn't click. Right. And so it's like, you put your child in an uncomfortable situation, maybe too soon. Mm. And maybe there was some back and forth and that mom or that lady felt like she needed to do something to control the situation. But I think you have to think about when you're getting into a relationship. I know we were talking about just like boundaries in general. Right. No. When you're getting into a relationship with someone, you got to think about 
what certain things impact beyond you. Ooh. So, like, if you have children, if, if you got a pet. Right. What if this person doesn't really like dogs like that? Right. You got to think about, like, are they going to kick my dog when I'm not there? Interesting. So, you got to really get to know somebody, but also think about how that person will impact the other people in your life. Yeah. That, who matter, you know, like, and who actually will, you know, be around that person. Yeah, no, I think it's a good point to bring up, especially in regards to just overall, even if you take the steps, right, mm-hmm. you can't mitigate everything. Life is just be life in. Mm-hmm. And even if you are trying to do your best to protect yourself, and in this case, also your child. But anyways, I was just saying how you cannot prevent yourself from just life even lifing. And to me, this brings me to relationships overall. Even the first topic here in pop culture about you said trusting and you said boundaries and you said knowing and you said communicating and seeing and all of those different things. But I feel like those are a lot of different things that I'm recently learning based off of knowing more about myself. Mm -hmm. Do you have any like what? How do you feel? What do you feel? What steps do you feel like you've taken to learn more about? you mm-hmm. so that you can make sound decisions for not only yourself but for your child as well definitely therapy number one therapy. Um, love my therapist um she comes from the cognitive like neuro neurological like behavioral perspective of a lot of things and so we're constantly on top of like how can i prepare you for you know next week it's all right we're doing these exercises how do you react in these situations? What does that mean if you react this way? Mm. Um, how do you process things? Mm. How do you deal with things? Like Interesting. How do you communicate? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm learning, you know, what all of that means for me. And in turn, I'm able to be a better partner, able to be a better parent, because I'm like, learning more about me helps me be the best version of me for all of those around me, even yeah. at work. Yeah. You know, I work remotely, but it's like, how do you come off? behind a computer screen right interesting so therapy is definitely like the number one thing that i have used to learn more about myself yeah no i completely agree i think i've even had people ask me like okay so you're doing therapy but like are you going to be doing therapy long term like you can't just you know you don't have the you're not getting getting the the tools from your this session and then Mm -hmm. be done and know Mm -hmm. how to apply it and you you depend on your therapist and I don't know if that's an opinion across the board about therapy, but I definitely want to break that stereotype in regard to just therapy overall Mm -hmm. and using your therapist as like a crutch or something like that. And if you do need to use your therapist as a crutch, life is crazy. Yes. There are so many different things that go on with life. And if you need to lean and you're, it it doesn't mean that you don't have people around you where you can do those things. Mm -hmm. But if you need to lean in a place where you're like, I don't need you to know not one thing about what's going on. I feel safe for doing that. I think for me, I've learned that really that safety came from me not being able to say those things to myself. Yeah. And that's really why I wasn't able to find those type of like comforts in other places or friendships and things like that. Yeah. But therapy. Yeah. My girl. Yeah. She gonna hear from me every Tuesday. Yes. 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna <laughs> oh, miss it. It's just a perfect time. It's it a good is. time, a good little hour set. And most of the time, you know, I mean, for me, I, I don't know how, what everybody's experience is. I'm just talking. Mm-hmm. I'm also listening to myself. Yeah. And you said a good point about how you react to stuff. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I know, and I've mentioned a few times on my channel about not recognizing 
toxic behaviors oh, that I have. Yes. And me being, first of all, Team Sash, 100% Team Sash. Yes. So, but then being like somebody calling me toxic, that don't match me. No. That's mm-hmm. not how I label myself. Mm-hmm. So I understand that what happened wasn't what you were expecting it to be, mm-hmm. but don't label me as toxic. Don't give me a label that I don't label myself. Um, but I, like I said, I think that's a really, really good point mm-hmm. because I realized that in certain spaces, I was a little bit more comfortable being maybe confrontational with other people mm-hmm. and not even realizing that. Yeah. I, do you feel like you've had like either, you know, maybe different conversations with people and didn't realize what your tone or positioning was and how you kind of like have, you know, Mellow figure it out. out and figure it out how to approach different people in different ways? Definitely. It's, I mean, it's definitely one of those things. It's like, if you respond turned up, you're going to get a turned up response. <laughs> and so it's like being able to be like, hey, we're not, this is not what we're doing <laughs> for myself yeah. and in the conversation. Like, yeah. Hey, we don't, we don't speak to each other this way. Like right. this is not, we know what's going to happen if we, cause you go high, I'm going to go higher. Like, I mean, you know, so it's like, no, let's take a moment in the moment and realize like, this is not going to get us anywhere. This is not how we respond. So therapy has definitely helped me. Because it's like, I don't know my intention. Right. I don't know how to push that button on what right. to say. Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. I, oh, this is my intention. I had every intention on being petty when I said this. Yeah. And it worked. Right. You just, you just helped me understand <laughs> that it was going to work again. And so that's not okay. And knowing that that's not okay and finding a better way to communicate has definitely been like a conversation saver, a relationship saver. Just... And getting the, you know, the point across in a better way. Yeah. So, yeah. What I'm hearing you say is overall... Communication. Communication. For That's real. crazy. Because everybody be saying that. They be like, communication is key. And da, da, yeah. da, da. and it's like over-communicate. But it's like, is it over-communicate? It's really not. It's just that I, what I've learned across the board just about relationships is that, you know, of any kind, whether it's with my man, with my friend, is that... You have to be able to discuss and it doesn't have mm-hmm. to look a certain way. I'm a Virgo. I'm a perfectionist. If I'm going to come and talk to you and be like, Courtney, you hurt my feelings. Yeah. I want to be like, hello, Courtney. Today <laughs> I experienced this and I feel like the response to that wasn't what I was, you know, coming to you on a full fledged conference because I feel like I learned that you know, growing up that mm-hmm. most of the time we talking, it's a conference call. Yeah. And that yeah. pressure made me not want to speak to people because I felt like I couldn't just talk to them. Mm-hmm. That it had to be a certain way. So I love that. All right, babe. So outro game first. Oh. And I have asked these questions before, but I like to get a little um little impression, a little spice. Okay. Just um you could do yes or no or you could expand. Mm-hmm. Headless sex or sexless head. Mm, I saw when you asked <laughs> What's going on with y'all? We can do sexless head. Why? Actually, I think Tess said the same thing. I think she did say sexless head. Headless sex. No head. No whatever. You could have sexless. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can do that. I mean, because there are times where it's just like, you know, you don't need all the other stuff. And we can just get that done and we be good. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a one night stand? In the sense of like it being someone you don't know, no. 
I'm too much of a germaphobe. <laughs> but it being a one and done, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, not somebody I don't know. It's just yeah. Yeah, no, no. Even before no, COVID. Nah, nah, nah. Now I'm with you because I'm definitely a germaphobe as well. Mm-hmm. And it's enough for me as well. Yeah. All right, last thing. Have you ever had a crush on a friend's man before? Hell no. I just think this shit is nuts to me. I as mean, a- Rihanna could be my friend in a different life. And when she was dating Chris Brown back before all of that. Yeah. Stuff, you know, he was my crush. Yeah. I mean, as far as like uh, homegirl, no. Because when my homegirl's like, I, you know, everybody got their own. Yeah, I agree. Amen. I agree. Mm-hmm. I felt like I would hear about this all the time because I didn't really have a lot of girlfriends in high school like that. Um, but that was a personal choice. But um, I would just be like, girl, why are y'all fighting over this man, first of all? And then when I got some with my real friends, I'm like, he's your man, but not in any not shape. In that that's right, your right, man. Right. That's not necessarily what I would choose. But that's why I got my man and you got your man. Exactly. Yeah, nah, yeah. Never been even a, a close situation where it was like, ah, like, nah, that's for, he's for you. You know, that's for me. So, yeah. Yeah. Praise no. the Lord. Praise yeah. the Lord it wasn't that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, you don't want that on you. You don't come back from that. Yeah, you really don't. You don't. You don't have many friends beyond that at that point. Like, that man is now, if y'all end up staying together, like, he all you got. Because nobody else can trust you. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, no, I would life. never. I don't want that life either. I, I don't really know how it's just like, of all the dick. You chose However, somebody you knew? you know what? That was prominent back in the day. Like, and you see it, like, on shows, like, This Is Us and stuff. It was, like, the, you know, something happened with, like, the wife and then the homeboy or the husband and the homeboy step in and then they get married. Like, yeah. that used to happen a lot back in the day. And I, I just do. don't understand how they allowed that to happen. Because you're like, that was my dad's best friend. No. Like, no. now y'all married and it's okay because he would want this? No. Is that no. Is that the same thing is like Larsa Pippen and Michael Jordan's son. I don't know what the hell going on over there. First of all, that's just not going to lie. It's giving too much of a thing. It's giving too much. I don't know. That's not safe. Like, I couldn't imagine it being a situation where you was at the house and you saw this baby being a baby. Baby! And you at the dinners and the functions and this baby baby and then now 20, 30 years later Oh hell no! no. Together? That's not. It just doesn't mm. it really doesn't make any sense mm. and shout out to Liza, I mean she do I mean she did do a lot of different little things and so apparently she gives the appearance up you know she possibly could be younger I guess on that part other than that I mean this is wild it's mm. gross it's almost giving incest but no, um almost pretty much it's real close it's very it's close very close and she's just like we're so happy you're okay with like your ex-husband and he they used to play together and you saw the bed and you saw somebody you saw no. his diapers you probably changed one Ugh. like if I was his mama I we had to see each other <laughs> outside like sis so you mean to tell me you was a predator and I had, like, at that point, like, we, we got to talk about it. Girl. Because ain't no way. Mm-mm. Nah, we got to talk about this. Maybe mm-hmm. we can talk about next episode, like, another episode about, I don't even know, maybe. I know there's an overall stereotype about age differences and what's appropriate and what's not. But at some point, I think that if you have boundaries, morals, and goals, even if he fine, he cute, nah, you ain't got it. You know. Partnership. It's you ain't got it. It's about having someone who can give you what you need and i just in that and that's it what just, another is it's another it don't add up we'll look back yeah all right let's get into this week's spotlight 
And this week's spotlight, I try and make sure the spotlight is for my girls, of course. Um, but anyways, this week's spotlight, it's Body Restore. It's a lavender calming aromatherapy for your shower. It's a shower bomb. Mm. I feel like it's cool because I was kind of a little bit apprehensive. I don't really use bath bombs all the time like that anymore. I know they was all the right. We was really getting into them, but we can give reasons why we don't want to get into those like that. Uh, but anyways, this is a lavender shower bomb. It has essential oils. It helps you feel revitalized, recalibrated, mm. and just feeling your overall personal best. So I'm going to link this as usual in the description below. You guys will see this in our Amazon storefront. But as we said, Court, we really got to make sure we take care of ourselves. No, for real. I've definitely used shower steamers. And it's like you, I mean, I got the eucalyptus going in the yeah. shower. So I'm really for like the aromatherapy of it all. It's just be sure that you don't have it directly on the drain because it's literally just going down the drain like offset it a little bit mm -hmm. so it's getting wet yeah but it's like steaming up oh tried that the first time i was like oh that was money literally down the drain um but yeah just offset it a little bit so it like has time to steam but you know i highly okay, recommend it's not getting inside you okay great that's the major point there i'm with that okay okay mm -hmm. courtney says make sure that you put your shower bomb a little bit aside from your drain so that all your particles don't fall down directly, okay? Yeah. You'll have two seconds of of steam if you do that. You'll have exactly a little two, bit longer, a little bit longer, mm -hmm. two minutes maybe. Mm -hmm. But anyways, this has been such a good conversation. Yes. I thank you so much for coming on to Fierce Fashion. We really, we really love this, and we hope that you, you know, you come back, come see us. Thank you. You know, you have the pink vibes going on right now, but like I said, we may have a little bit more pink, but. Anyways, we're going to get into some other different spicy topics whenever you loop around. But thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Awesome. Well, anyways, guys, like I said at the top of the show, if you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. If you're already subscribed, thank you guys so much. We hit 500 subscribers. <laughs> and I am so excited. I'm so happy about this. And I just appreciate all of you guys. Um, I will be doing a little giveaway. It's probably going to be a Sephora gift card. You know, keep it cute, keep it mute, and send it off to you guys. It's a little appreciation. Thank you so much. But anywho, we will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. If you got it, it ain't no question. Oh, it ain't no one forgetting. No more than emotionally invested. Showing you